from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict, episode 408. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and the Canalea Penco. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mr. Mike Hurley. How are hey, you today? Hey, big turnip boy. Yeah, big turnip boy. Big turnip Brad over here. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <clears throat> uh, you know, a little behind the scenes. Um, I haven't taken a shower yet today because nice, I've nice, been nice, b- nice. busy playing Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> so it kind of cuts into your, uh, you know, your personal hygiene time. So uh, we're not gonna. We're we're glad this isn't a, a vodcast. Your favorite word. This is not a vodcast. What is a vodcast? It's a video podcast. It, do people call them vodcasts? No, I think I just made it up. I think it, the term is just it video podcast. It sounds accurate. Mm, well, I'm going to go mm, with vodcast. Mm, okay. Although I will say this, um, headphone headbands, you know, the part that goes over the top, they make good hairbands as well. So you have to like push the hair back. You're in a hair situation? It's, you know, it's quarantine, quarantine hair time. So yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're pulling it back. We're going to have a man bun you, before all this is over. This won't be for... Everyone, <laughs> I'll send you my current beard situation. Oh Lord! <clears throat> yeah, I don't it's know what thing. my current hair situation like is like, but you know, I should probably look at the camera. Let's see what this looks like. Yeah, y'all are missing out on this. This is yeah. Be glad we don't have the vodcast. Yeah, so I'm gonna send this to Mike. My my beard is is significant right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's good. Thing. That's good. Yeah, I like get, it. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, what are you gonna do? Like, I, you, you have a beard guy. Like, it's you know, but like, well, yeah, but I can't down. see him. Yeah, know, exactly. Right? So, problem. what are you gonna so, do? I'm gonna eventually. I'm gonna try and tackle some of it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are monitoring clippers on Amazon, and Adina's gonna <laughs> cut my hair. But the beard. I mean, I have scissors. I will just go for the scissors, you know. I've already used. Yeah. Oh, you're wearing a Relay FM shirt today. Nice. Uh, yeah, your uh, hair's okay. Yeah, it's just pulled back. Yeah, my my hair length is less concerning to me. My beard length is more concerning. Yeah, but I have these little scissors. I've already used the scissors to trim up my mustache, so my mustache doesn't go in my mouth, which is gross. Uh, mm. And so maybe I'll just use those on the whole bid. Welcome to the pen addict, mm. uh, Brad. <laughs> can you get us back on course, please? I got my Platinum Curios mic, and oh. I have questions. Okay, I want to hear them. I have more. Okay, I don't have I don't questions. Think for me. Well, I do have questions. I have commentary. How about mm. that? Mm-hmm. The Platinum Curios is a very interesting pen on a lot of levels. And now that I've gotten, I've got to hold one and use one. Like at pen shows, um, John from uh, from Lemur Inks, he had one at Baltimore. I got to test this out. I'm like, okay, cool. It's way bigger than I thought. Like, so I had my head wrapped around the overall size of this pen is is very large. When, when we talked about this before with yours, when the pictures had me, you know, kind of a belief that it was going to be not a small pen, but no more than your average size pen. Let's say whatever that means. But you you know it when you when you feel it. If you're a pen addict and use a lot of different pens, you know what a normal size feel pen feels like. This is a bigger pen. Um, the mechanics are impressive. So I opened this up on stream yesterday, and I was trying to figure out how to fill it, and it has all of these you know little notches and buttons that you have to twist and turn. I and think I made this analogy previously, but the thing is like Fort Knox. Or like yeah. one of those puzzle boxes or something. Like trying to actually get a cartridge into the thing is wild. 
Right. But once you do it once, I think it's logical, right? It's not normal for a fountain pen, right? There's no way normal what you have to do to actually put ink into this pen. But the mechanics are logical after you do it. Mm -hmm. So I inked it up. I, I was sure that this was a Curiosity in the box that I was opening. So I, of course, grabbed the Mount Fuji ink cartridge, as one does um, for the Curiosity. Mm -hmm. And inked it up. And I, I was able to get... So I got a red Curiosity, and I got an extra fine nib. So I, I pulled some strings, got the extra fine nib, which I don't know if it's ready yet on the market. Um, but it's coming soon. It was just a little bit further behind. And... I deployed the nib, and there was ink all over the nib. Hmm. Do you see this when you engage the pen? Like, a lot of ink coming out the no. breather hole of no. the nib? A little, every now and then, oh. but nothing oh, has no. ever made me feel like something weird was going on. No, this covers, you know, like, I don't know, a tenth or, or twentieth percent of the nib. Like, it's a, it's a large blob of ink when you deploy the nib. And I was yeah. like, huh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll just wipe it off. Maybe it's just, you know, when I first inserted the ink cartridge and, you know, the air pressure and all that makes it blob out. So I cleaned it up and it just comes back. So there's something going on on the inside there. Mm. That doesn't bother me that much. Like, it just looks weird. It's like, oh, that's a weird thing. The extra fine nib is awesome. I love, love writing with this nib. The big red flag that I had before getting this in hand was what are we calling the protrusion near the nib does that have a name so it's where the where the, fin the nib hole. when you the fin hole mm -hmm. so that protrusion it's a little bit in the way but i can get around it right like my that grip one's is not the problem for me that 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 the, that the the, the fin the hole back is not side, the backside nubbin is not a problem for you yeah the, the where the little is, fin comes out at the bottom of the yes. pen right mm -hmm. that's not the issue the issue for me is the little is the clip or the plastic okay. part of the clip okay so the clip is zero issue for me like i couldn't i don't even notice it which which is why i'm a vanishing point user right that works for the way i grip a pen uh the backside nubbin i hit it every now and then you have to get pretty low to get to that point like it's not as much of a disaster i'll say they're both issues now i'm holding it but i find mm, you know what they're both issues i always forget this until i actually pick up and use the pen mm -hmm. those two like so the the, the fin hole and the clip nubbin these are terrible mm -hmm. this is just terrible uh, mm. they these are official like they this are both in the documentation for me placed in the exact worst areas for both of them. Like the, being at exactly where they are means I have nowhere comfortable to hold this pen. Right. And from my perspective, I have a super traditional textbook grip, which is what these protrusions are made around. They're not generally a problem for me. A little mm. bit at the bottom on the backside, but I can see that if you have a non-standard grip, which is why, again, you're not a Vanishing Point fan, right? It's Correct. a problem for you. But the real problem I have with this pen is the diameter of the barrel. It's big, right? It's a big boy. It's it's too wide yep. and it causes instant hand fatigue. Yep. 
that's going to be the downfall, I think, of this pen. Not all of these other little things. Not the size. Not the mechanics of it. And but, and I'm saying this. It's a perfectly fine pen. It's going to sell well. I will recommend it, but there will be a thousand caveats with it. Right? I have become an increasing fan of a quick-release fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Right? Like... Being able to pick up a fountain pen, hit the knock, and it just be ready is great. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that the vanishing point exists, and that's fine. But like this pen, I've just left on my desk, and I love being able to reach out and grab it. You know, like so, I've become a fan, like a renewed fan of this mechanism, mm-hmm. like this idea. But it just frustrates me so much that everyone that makes this pen decides that they must adorn the the grip area (laughs) like you could put a clip on this pen somewhere else if you have to have a clip right Mm. like it just drives me bananas like they just they ruin them by by like sticking extra pieces on them just just nothing will be better please yeah yeah so i've had this pen for a day i'm gonna use it for a couple of weeks and maybe my you know, maybe my thoughts change, you know, like the, the Y studio resin pen. I was a little bit concerned that I was like, boy, this is a weird pen. I'm not sure I'm going to like it. And now I can't put it down. I'm kind of in that same spot with this one, but it's different because it's actually making my hand tired when I write mm-hmm. with it, because my fingers are now further apart, which causes strain in the upper part of my hand, which makes it uncomfortable to write with for a long period of time. That's not going to change on this pen, right? I, and I'm going to use other pens that are thinner, that are more, Uh, a more standard diameter barrel, but especially with an extra fine nib where my strokes aren't large, right? Like I would almost start like, again, the caveat, the list of caveats is would be, okay, you probably want to start with like a medium nib on this because you're going to need bigger movements to not stress out your hands so much when you're writing with a wide diameter barrel. So we looked this up on stream and and Tony looked it up for me. So it's 11.3 millimeters wide or a diameter and the Lamy dialogue, which has the same problem. It's Lamy's attempt at their retractable pen. It has a twist mechanism to uh, get the nib out. And my main complaint about it is that it's too wide. It's 11.6 millimeters. So it's right there in that same, uh, same category. Mm. Um, chat rooms mentioning that the large diameter does help some people like who have arthritic hands and, and need larger grips. That's absolutely true. So in that case, that's a way to, you know, look at it as well. But, Whereas something like the Pilot Doctor Grip is made to be wide and made to have that comfort level for a wider grip. I don't know that this is necessarily made for that. Doctor Grip. Ch- mm-hmm. Now that's a weird name for a pen. Yeah, he's on the uh, coronavirus science team, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah, he's a super good guy, Doctor Grip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... um. It's interesting. I'm, I'm going to spend some time with this before I, I come to my final conclusion. Those are my initial thoughts. Right. And I'm going to use it consistently for probably two weeks or so before I even consider writing it up. And um, I don't know if it'll change. We'll see. I lo- Like you said, the best part about this pen is to have it laying on the desk, pick it up, click it, start writing, write your thing, and then put it down. Right? I don't want to write page after page with this is where I'm at right now. And that's different from a lot of other fountain pens that I recommend without the whole list of caveats. Like this is going to be a thing, right? So um, we'll see. And 
you know, I want to see what they do with it. I like it as a platform. What can be next, right? You always start somewhere, right? And, Mm. you know, we've seen changes in the vanishing point over the years. The vanishing points have actually gotten wider, right? But they're still in a reasonable reasonable diameter. They were like 10 point something millimeters when we looked it up. So they're definitely thinner. And um, they've gone to a wider barrel. Maybe platinum can, you know, make this more compact if this is a success for them and they keep working on it. I'd like to see them keep working on it because I think they have something here, right? The price point's right. The mechanism is right. We'll see what the durability is right. Yeah, it looks cool. I like it a lot. So I I would really love, honestly, for me, like I would just love to see them find a way to make it more comfortable to hold. Um, the mm-hmm. barrel size is larger, but it's not my initial issue. Maybe if like I didn't have a problem with the protrusions, then I would find mm-hmm. the barrel size to be a problem. But in general, that pen is fatiguing to use mm-hmm. in a way that like pens aren't always, you know? Right, right. Which is, I'm glad that it's plastic. Like, I imagine the if they do a metal barrel version, we're going to get close to Lamy Dialogue type of issues, which is very heavy and very wide. Which maybe which why they made very it very uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Might may have just been the best thing for it because it's it's definitely a more expensive price point. And if yeah. they would have made it out of metal, even charged just a tad more, I mm-hmm. don't think there would have been as much conversation about the price of this pen as there have been. Agree. So they've done a lot right. Like I very much respect what they did here. And this is what I want to see. Like I'm not knocking it as a product. I, mm. This is as a pen addict. I want to see this out of companies, right? Like yes. I want this Innovation. to be a success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please innovate on things and make modern pens. Like this is great. I love it. But, you know, if you're asking me about the writing experience, I'm going to hem and haw a lot because there's, there's things you have to consider mm. if you're going to purchase this pen. Mm. Michael. Mm-hmm. You had a, an accident, didn't you? <sighs> so we had to get those Curidos thoughts out because I'm just going to cry now. Like I had to talk about that and now I'm just going to yeah. get very emotional. Can I just I say? F- mm, yeah. Well, okay. I have one. Th- I, would, I will start <laughs> by saying I feel very bad for you, but mm. I just want you to know that what has happened to you makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> if like you can take anything away from this. So uh, we've spoken about the Bungbox 5th Anniversary Sailor Pro Gear a bunch of times. This is the gold sparkly pen with the uh, imperial black like metal grip and nib. Mm-hmm. Brad posted a picture on Instagram of a horribly bent nib a couple of days ago. Do you want to tell the story? <laughs> It was in my light box. I was taking pictures of it in the 4 a.m. And I had, so you know how you, when you making fancy pictures, you put the cap down, you unscrew it, you lay the cap down, then you lay the pen across the cap, you know, because you got to mm-hmm. show all the things, right? So I took the picture in the light box, unplugged the light box, and left the pens just sitting there and went away to edit the pictures and do other things. Never once did I consider what would happen next, which is I came back into my room and I notice there's only a cap of that pin there and the barrel's not. And then I'm like, that's weird. And then I see it on the floor and I'm like, okay, please, please be okay. Please be okay. Please be okay. I pick it up. Well, it is not okay whatsoever. (laughs) It is not okay at all. And I figured out, so this could happen to any nib. If you drop it from, 
a large height or even a short height um, and it hits the floor. But mm. I think this pen is worse when it falls because it's weighted towards the nib. <laughs> so it's basically like a dart, like falling down to the floor with that heavy metal section. It just went straight down. Blunk. And the nib is now pointy uh, like my hair, yeah, as everyone is, pointed out. <laughs> if you would have dropped uh, any other sailor, it may have mm-hmm. just survived fine. Yeah. So but, here's the bad yeah. part. Oh. As, I was, as I was picking up this pen and going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, the 4 a.m. rolled off. <laughs> because I didn't bother to cap it because I was too panicked about this. Oh but God. luckily, it just landed on the side barrel and it was fine. Like, there was no problem with the 4 a.m. It just went bang on the floor. I picked it up. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. And then I looked at the nib and the nib was fine because it just landed on the barrel. Oh um, this one this one is weighted <laughs> to dagger your pen straight into the floor. So I'm going to send it off this afternoon. I had some pens I was going to send off to Mark Backus. And I know he will make this as good as new, which is fine. Like, I'm not worried about that. But it's mm-hmm. just like, this is the first time this has happened to me. And... I've seen lots of mangled pictures. I've been around pens that have taken a fall and, and came up worse for wear, but this is the, uh, my initiation into the, I dropped my pen club and it's, uh, I'll be paying the price for it. That's for sure. So you think then that like, this can just be, it's like Mark can just repair that nib without question. Really? Yeah. Cause like it's it's super bent. Like, it's doing a 90 degree. All right. Well, here we go. This will right. be a recurring theme on here because I guarantee it will be back and better than ever. Huh. I've seen him do it. I. This is not me doubting no, no, no. skills specifically. I mm-hmm. just didn't think anyone would be able to, like, fix mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, it is not broken, right? The tines are not snapped. And maybe there's a crack in them that I can't see, and Mark sees it and says, oh, there's a crack in it. There's nothing we can do about that. That's fine. Ah, okay. So as long as the, like, surface is unbroken, Mm -hmm. it can be repaired. It can be bent back into shape. Yes. And and then tuned, and then you're off to the races. Yep, yep. So now here's the interesting part. I'm looking at this nib, and he's going to be manipulating this nib very much to get it back into shape i'm wondering if i should get him to like bend the nib on purpose to make it like a pilot po nib that's (laughs) kind of fun i'm like we could do something fun with this it's an extra fine nib as it is so i can't really do a lot with it but maybe Mm -hmm. i could bend it down like he's already gonna be in there i don't know i'm gonna talk to him about it so we'll see but yeah he can if i just wanted this back to normal guarantee it'll it'll be just fine as long as it's not like materially broken right that i can't see yeah um any type of bending like him and you know mike masayama and these these guys have have shown pictures in their feeds of fixing nibs that have been way worse than this like i've seen pictures with tines crossed right one tine going left one tine going right and they fix them up back to normal Mm -hmm. so but yeah that was uh that was a rough moment uh (laughs) rough moment for me when i saw that i was like damn it why why but um i'm glad i hadn't i had some other nibs he was going to work on anyway and i hadn't sent them yet so they'll go out today and we'll uh we will follow up on this as uh brad goes through this pin repair mm, definitely what i don't know is what it's going to cost me i imagine it's rather expensive to fix something like this it's a time 
time uh, of labor type of thing, right? Yeah. Where you can knock out a grind in, you know, like 15 minutes or whatever. This is a little bit more labor intensive. Yeah, definitely. Which is fine. Like, I just want I just want the pen fixed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ooh. it's cool. It's cool. All right. I got this link a bunch over the past few days. I don't know if you got it or not. Um, it was Hank Green on Markers. And yep. I don't know if anyone knows of Hank Green, but he's... Would you call him a science writer or YouTuber? How do you describe what <laughs> Hank Green does? Okay. Hank Green is like the OG YouTuber. Like, yes. the Green Brothers like hank and john were like the ogs like of of Mm -hmm. like sitting in front of a camera talking about interesting stuff then they have like branched out into lots and lots and lots of other youtube projects they are education focused youtubers primarily but now are both successful writers Mm -hmm. um hank has has followed on after john but john green has written books that have become movies now yeah he's the the main book writer Yes. Yes. But Hank is now getting ready to publish his second novel. Um, mm-hmm. But John's John's books like took off quicker. I mean, he started first, um, and now like uh, you know, Hank has, has seen good success. I really I've, I've been meaning to read Hank's first book for a very long time. Maybe mm-hmm. I should make that a quarantine project. But yeah, I, yeah. I very much enjoy. They are the Vlog Brothers. Like that's their channel. Mm-hmm. That's what they they were known for. Um, and they're great. Like they, they have a, a very unique style and the way that they speak, like the, the cadence of their voices has informed so many other YouTubers. And of course, Hank was responsible for creating PodCon. So I've yes. had the great pleasure of meeting and speaking with Hank on a, on a number of occasions now. Good, good. So yeah, I, I figured, I don't know if you watched this video, but with Hank's second book coming out, he was signing, I don't know how many copies. It looked like thousands. <laughs> <laughs> with the yeah. amount of papers yeah. in this test that he was doing. So he said, well, if I'm going to sign all these books, I'm going to order all the permanent markers on Amazon. And that's the gist of this it's video a great that video. we're going to link in there. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, the, vi- the video we will link is the longer version. So there's like... The, the, Which is only nine minutes. Yeah, but the Vlogbrother videos are about three, four minutes long. But then Hank had a longer cut on his channel. Yeah, this one's nine minutes long. And it seemed like it lasted about two minutes. Like, Mm. that's how good he is. And he just blasts through this, and he reviews probably, like, 20 markers. Yeah. Should I spoil the ending, or should we let people watch it? I think we should let people watch it. Okay. I enjoyed the ending thoroughly. I was like, I'll be damned. I was like, huh, there's a reason for things, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. But he went through a lot of pins. Um, The couple of ones that are really terrible, um, he really enjoys uh, going in on those pins that are just awful. So I appreciated that very much. But, yeah, the winner, the winner was a good one. I just assume, is it John involved in Wolverhampton Wanderers? Is it Wolverhampton or is it a different football club? I think I would have run across that by now. It must so be a different something football else. club. There's like, so there's a, it's like this wonderful long running thing with him and a football team. Wimbledon. Maybe it's a fan. Thank of, you, okay, Kate. Wimbledon. It's Wimbledon. Okay. That's just like this fascinating like love affair. It's mm-hmm. just like with Wimbledon AFC. Mm-hmm. I, I wished I could point to something which could indicate his involvement like in some <laughs> kind of succinct way but that's pretty cool 
I haven't found like a super fan of Wolverhampton yet. I mean, I know that's like a that's like a celebrity or famous internet person or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. That's really I'll, cool. I'll put I'll I'll find like something. I'll put like a link in in the show notes mm-hmm. to try and give you an idea of it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I would love to see that. I miss I miss my football, Mike. Mm, I'm sure you do. I do. I really do. Genuinely, I don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. Football and baseball are just like I have just super missed. Just like it's wonderful comfort background noise that mm-hmm. I can have on all day while I'm working. It's great. You know what else is wonderful, Mike? Our first sponsor, the Canalea Pen Company. Yeah, buddy. Canalea Pen Co. make wonderful pens inspired by stunning images of Hawaii. Canalea's founders, Hugh and Carol, believe that these locations can help recharge our spirit and help us connect with nature. And while the story behind these pens is wonderful, the execution is truly what is incredible. This is where Canalea pens truly shine. Every single one is handmade in a process that means that no two pens will ever look alike. And every single nib is tuned before it ships to their customers to make sure that it is perfect for you. Canalea have a wide variety of styles of material as well as shapes of pen, and they're all stunning. I personally, I think I said this last week, but I'll say it again. I do not believe that you will find a better offering of pens from anywhere else. Like, Canalea is number one, in my opinion. Uh, We both own multiple Canalea pens at this point. Every new release is full of so much excitement, and we want to remind you of their latest. The Kona Cherry is inspired by the world-renowned Kona coffee bean. The fruit that these beans are encased in features a rich red color that has been encapsulated perfectly in this design. The material that the pens are made from features wonderful deep complexity with transparent areas found in the bodies of the pens as well, making it truly a sight to behold. Canalea pens feature Joe's number six nibs, and you can buy steel or 18 karat gold nibs directly from Canalea. They also offer rose, rose gold too, which is a favorite of mine. Uh, Canalea offer sizes from extra fine to 1.1 millimeter stub, and every single Canalea pen ships in a beautifully packaged keepsake box. Canalea Pen Co. is, without a doubt, one of my very favorite pen companies, and I'm sure that Brad would say exactly the same. Uh, it is run by wonderful and caring people who have a story that they want to share with the world, and they do it by making these truly inspired products of the highest quality. You can check out their range of pens right now at canaleapenco.com. That's K-A-N-I-L-E-A-P-E-N-C-O.com. And right now, you can participate in their Choose Your Aloha launch celebration for the Kona Cherry. Canalea has a limited supply of the classic flush profile that are shipping right now. Once these are gone, you'll only have to wait three to four weeks for your pen to be shipped. Just three to four week wait is the same for all of the other pen profiles as well. Canalea usually have a 12 to 16 week waiting list. So now is an excellent time to offer to order this pen. And Canalea Pen Co. will also be donating a portion of the profits to the Food Basket, which is Hawaii's Island National Food, Hawaii Islands Food Bank, I should say, and the West Hawaii Community Health Center. So once again, go to canaleapenco.com and choose your aloha today. Our thanks to Canalea Pen Co. for their support of this show. So apparently I have a red thing going on now. Mm. This, uh, the, Canalea Kona Cherry. I purchased this pen. Full disclosure, I paid full price for the pen and was given the gold nib for free. So there's your disclosure um, for that. And I bought it because the color it it does something to me, mm-hmm. Mike. It's uh it's fun and happy and bright. 
and I love the translucency and the red. I don't know. It just really, really worked for me. And apparently with my ordering of the Curidos in red, which is not the color I would have chose, apparently I'm more of a red fan than I have led on to in the past because uh, now that's two within the past uh, couple of weeks that uh, are now on my desk and uh, big, big fan of the red. What else are you a big fan of? Um, I'm a big fan of buying things, Naturally. which we're going to talk about in yep. a minute. But I wanted to bring this one little tidbit that was sent to me on Twitter that I missed. It happened on Instagram, on Blackwing's Instagram feed. And I wanted to bring this up, number one, because it would make you mad because you don't care about this. And number two, I mad. think our... make me apathetic, really. <laughs> yeah, it's all apathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't spend too much time on it, but uh, Blackwing did a bracket of their all of their pen releases. So I think it was a 32 pencil. I said pen releases, pencil uh-huh. releases. So they did. Um, they made a bracket, you know, like a Final Four, basketball, sports, or any type of event type of bracket. And so the Final Four, I'm not going to go through the entire entire bracket, but the Final Four are the 155, which is the Bauhaus edition, versus the 811, which is the library edition. I don't know if that's the official names of these uh, or not. but And then that was one competition. And then the second competition was the Natural, which is the recently released wooden natural barrel uh, of the, I don't know if that was 602 or extra firm. I think I had an extra firm in the core. And the 16.2, which is the Ada Lovelace edition, the black and white, or I should say white and black edition. Um, so out of those two brackets, the 811 beat the 155. So the library beat the Bauhaus. And then the 16.2 beat the natural. So it was 16.2 Ada Lovelace versus 811. Mike in the final, and guess who won? 811 won. So Hooray. I was kind of, I was kind of, yay, Mike is apathetic. Woo. Um, <laughs> 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 but I'm shocked. I am very surprised that 811 won. As great of an edition it is, it is, I'm glad it won though, because it's a spectacular edition. It's a tribute to libraries and it's this cool green kind of gradient. It glows in the dark. It's got the firm core. It's a great pencil. I didn't think in, in no estimation, if I would have put my own bracket together, would have 811 even been in the final four, although it deserves to be there, and I'm glad that it won. I would have picked probably 16.2 all the way, which I'm glad that that made it into the final match. And um, that's probably one of my all-time favorites, although I probably would have had a different final four with only 16.2 in it. But I wanted to throw that out there. We'll have a link in the show notes to the bracket. If you're a pencil fan or a Blackwing fan, you can check this out. And see how some of your favorites did. For example, the traditional 602 got knocked out early, which was a shock for me. I don't know if it would have made my final four, but it was a first round loser. So uh, there you have it. There's your black wing, black wing bracket for all of y'all to go inspect. And Mike to ignore and delete this from his feed. Boop. Bloop. <laughs> you probably have an eight eight eleven there, Mike, somewhere sure. in the stash that I've sent yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't it glows it. in the dark. You should at least go glow it in the dark. Okay. You know, have a rave, bust out the glow sticks, mm-hmm. have a rave, mm-hmm. use your eight eleven. You can do this. Okay. I, I have faith in you. I'll, I'll make, I might can't have them. All right. I made I made the economy happen okay. <laughs> this past week. My you reopened the economy. <laughs> I, I reopened the economy all on my own. I don't know what got into me. Um, but it started with an order I placed about a month ago with Van S pens. I was like, 
I need to get some new things to review. There's some inks that are interesting to me. And, oh, this pen is nice. So I picked up about like sometime in March, I picked up the Montegrappa Elmo, which was also the impetus for that whole $150 to $200 pen conversation. That one's going to be reviewed soon, probably before the Curados. Um, so that pen helped me write that article. Then I also picked up the Aurora Orange Ink, which I reviewed a couple of weeks ago, which is a very nice but expensive orange. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up the standard bindery stargaze, which I use for my Y studio resin fountain pen review. And then I'd reviewed the ink itself this past week because I found it so interesting in a surprising kind of way. Like why am I latched onto this black ink so much? So I had a really good purchase experience and I've kind of gone through those things. The Montegrappa Elmo is kind of the last thing out of that batch I have to review. Um, there's some there's some other inks in that order. Another standard binary ink. Uh, I think Sarah is going to review. I can't remember if I sent it to Sarah or Susan. But anyway. So I need things for review. And then I need things to just satiate my stationary addiction. So last week, like Thursday or Friday, I just got a bug. I was like, alright, I ordered from Vaness. I'm going to take... The rest of my sponsors on my sidebar, which are JetPens, Goldspot, and Penchele, I'm going to go to their sites and I'm going to find things that I need. You know, need, right? Air quote, need. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can um, use them for the blog, use them for personal use, use them for giveaways. So um, I wrote in this uh, in this document, it says, I, wanted, I, I loaded up on things I wanted for myself to give away and want to review. That Venn diagram is full overlap. Naturally. <laughs> so that Venn diagram is just like one solid circle of things I want, things I want to give away, and things I want to review. So here we go, Mike. I went off a little bit. I went to Pen Chalet. I used the code, Mike, ADDICT10 at checkout you... for an additional 10. Oh, is that, is huh? that our code? Yeah. Good. Well, because the code changes, though. So what you really should do is hit the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password <laughs> pen addict to get your hands okay. on the code that you need. Well, that was the code when I went to the page Good. and then it worked at checkout. So I got an additional 10% off my order. Amazing. And I ordered I ordered one of the items on the list from last week, which is the Leonardo Messenger. Mm-hmm. So that was one that was a really crazy good price on the pen addict page. And I ordered, the color is called Water which is a very, right. that's a shockingly weird name for a pen. Which one did you strange. get? I got Leonardo Messenger Water. Like the other ones are like orange and red. This one's just called Water. Which color like, is the okay, water? Like the bright green, like turquoisey one. Okay. Not the green green. There's green and then there's yeah, water. Is the, any other <laughs> like ocean sea yes uh and you know like not just water <laughs> just element Hell, turquoise <laughs> yeah fire and wind just, but <laughs> but it's 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 caramel green orange red and water <laughs> it's what? like okay what's uh, yeah what is going so those are the on five in the series so but anyway it was at a ridiculous price i bought that one in a fine nib so that water is on its way to me mike okay the reason I went over there to Pinchelli in the first place was they have these Leonardo Memento Zeros in Pinchelli exclusive colors, and I bought the the turquoise green one with the matte black um, cap and grip section. Um, yeah, that one's pretty nice. That one's mm. that one's going to be for me. We'll see what the messenger is if it's a giveaway, or I've already given away one messenger to Pinatic members. Uh, give away the orange one. 
Um, I don't know what I'll do with the other one. Maybe I'll just review it because it's a different model. That'll at least be my excuse. You're going to hear a lot of my um, reasoning, you know, the thing, the way I talk myself into sure. all these things. Oh, I can just use it for review or, oh, I can give that away. So, yeah, that was my pen chalet order. Doubled down on the Leonardo's, but hey, it's hard to beat those prices. So, next up, I went over to Jet Pens, Mike, and I just went through the new products feed, which is kind of the thing I do. Like, I get advanced look at products, and then I get to pick out what I want from Jet Pens. That's a danger zone and right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I get that. I get those ahead of schedule. And then once products release, I go back and look through and see what I skipped the first time, right? I don't get everything. I don't say, oh, send me everything. And then sometimes I need to restock things and sometimes I learn new things. So that's what this was all about. So I ordered the Zebra Blend Ballpoint. If you remember, Mike, that was number two in that um, Japanese survey yes. that we shared. I forget the name because it's a weird name, like OWC48 or yeah, something like that. Was this be the first time you've used this pen then? No, a kind listener sent me one. And I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to try this gray body mm. and 0.5 millimeter one. So uh, a wonderful leader sent it to me. And it's a oh, leader reader sent it to me. It's really, really great. <laughs> um, <laughs> the second thing I added was the Kunisawa fine smart note notebook, which I didn't know about until Joe from the gentleman stationer posted about it last week. It's kind of like the Kokuyo sketch note, uh, maybe a little bit bigger, a little bit thicker pages, um, definitely more expensive, but it's a format that I like. So I wanted to try that. I bought one, two, three, four, five Secure Picker Micron 05s. That's normally bigger in tip size than I go. I usually like the the three or the three five. I forget which they call it. I think it's the 03. But I've been doing this notebook project just kind of on my own off to the side. And I like using the Microns for it. So I ordered black, orange, rose, sepia, and purple. We're going through all the things I bought. This is everything I bought like on last Friday. It's stupid. I'm not a smart person. And then lastly, I ordered Diamine Indigo and Diamine Havasal Turquoise. And I have Kelly at Mountain to Ink to blame for those. These are two classic Diamine colors that I do not have, right? These are like in the pantheon of like the OG Diamine colors. And they're really, really good colors that I just want to have. Um, yeah, the turquoise is really bright and the indigo has that blue-black gray kind of color that I like. So, um, how are we doing so far? Have we bought everything yet? Don't think so. Oh, okay, good, good. Because, uh, uh, yeah, we didn't. Um, we then went on to Gold Spot. <laughs> See, I, I just went down the line of my sponsors. I don't know why. I, I'm i sure they're lining up to sponsor me because I just give them their money right back when I buy stuff. Yeah. So, Gold, yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, we'll sponsor Brad. Wink, wink. <laughs> Um, the <laughs> Edison worked with Goldspot to create a new shape of a pen. It's called the Newark and a couple of new colors and this high voltage green just popped off the screen. I was like, I'm totally ordering that. And I ordered that to give it away. So I ended up giving that away to Panatic members last week, um, or this past weekend. And along with the color verse, they have a gold spot collaboration. I like to buy the collaborations, right? That all these companies do with all of our friends that, that run all of these companies. So the Colorverse Gold Spot, Solar Wind, and Magnetosphere ink set. So I gave those away already. So those will pass through my hands onto their final destination. I bought a pen that I didn't think I would ever buy. Okay. And 
That's why I bought it. Again, this is one of those justification things. Like, this is why I'm like into red pens all of a sudden because I didn't think I would ever like red. I started buying red pens and it turns out that I really like red. The Kaweco Supra, Mike, is an interesting pen. Have you seen this, not this particular one, but they did the brass one about a year ago, maybe two years ago. Do you recall seeing this pen? It's a sectional pen that can go from full size. It's basically got three intersecting parts that can screw together where I can make it a two section short pin or a three section long pin. But the, the, the one of the sections, would it, you just like leave it at home? Yes. You would have to just stash it. All right, somewhere. So you so choose like if I wanted the sh- whether you want a pocket pen or a full size pen. Right. And the difference between this and like the AL sports that I like is it takes a number six nib. So it's got the big nib in it and this is a wider barrel. But why so it's a, it's, does it step like mm-hmm. that? Because those are the inserts into the other sections, I guess is the best way to put it, right? So there's not really that much of a step in the middle. And normally you're not going to write with this cap on the back because that just makes it like a baton. Yeah, I just, I just, it would be, I don't like that it doesn't sit flush though. Like if, if you're not mm-hmm. like keeping these things together in like some kind of telescoping, it yeah. frustrates Look me. Look at the... Look at the real photo, like like the the gray background photo. Okay, that doesn't. Look it's as not much. great. It's not as as offset as you think that it, those pictures show. Like it definitely has some offset in it for the way it screws mm-hmm. together. But I when I tried the brass one, I didn't think it was outrageous. I just thought I don't really think I would use this. But now they have a stainless steel, and I'm fascinated with stainless steel pens. I have all the other Kaweco stainless steel, so I ordered the Supra. The uh, Lamy Special Editions, the Lamy Candy Editions, I ordered the Mango and Violet Pens, and then I ordered the Mango Ink Cartridges. So the Mango has the ink for this section, for this release. I don't think the ink bottle was worth it for me. It seemed a little too light, even though I like those orange yellows. But I bought cartridges to use with the mango pen, and I'll do that for a giveaway. Then I'm going to keep the violet one for myself. So that's my plan going into that. Um, I also bought a Tasha ink, which I have zero of. So I wanted to change that for review. So I bought a, a like a bright blue. Nice it's called box. Hokusai Fukandina. I don't know how to say that, but it's a, like a turquoisey bright blue type of thing. And the thing I might be the most excited about I'm so mad. in this whole oh, no, list. It's the next one. No, carry on, carry on. Sorry. It's the next one. Carry. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mike has some something mad yep. coming up to me. Um, I bought a pack of J. Urban blotter paper. Blotter paper. Blotter paper. So when I'm writing at my desk, I always use some type of paper, usually like a folded over A4 sheet or just a regular A5 uh-huh. sheet to rest my hand on when I'm writing just for oils, for humidity, sweat, anything like that. Any dirty thing when I'm handwriting on my page. It's just a it's just a personal habit. Is that for everything or just for reviews? Mm, depends. It's for a lot of everything. Right. Not all the time, but definitely for reviews, right? I want it to be clean. 
so I have this orange blotter paper that I don't know if it came out of the one of the Nanami books or came out of the Yoseka book or came out of the Claire Fontaine book. But I have this one sheet of this pink blotter paper that I use that I got from out of some book. I was like, oh, I can order these sheets and don't have to use these these torn up rhodia sheets that I just end up throwing away and they end up laying all over my desk. Now I have these pink ones and I'm pretty happy about that, Mike. This is I'm I'm very, very happy about that. Last one. I did not, this is not a sponsor, Mike, but, you know, maybe after this episode and seeing how much money I spent with them, I got my neon inks on the way, Mike. This is what I'm mad at you about. Why are you mad? I didn't know that these were even available anywhere Mm -hmm. to buy. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. Matter all sold out. Yep. Uh, And since I've bought them, they have all sold out. Except for yellow. Except for yellow is available. So, here's the deal. Uh, from Shiger Inks, I, I bought the Kala Neon Inks. I knew they were coming there. I, I did not tell Mike. I, I might I might hook you up or something. You know, I'm, I'm a nice guy sometimes. Okay, we'll see. So here's the deal. I went into it. Oh, if there's an eight-pack set, I'll buy them. I'll just, just click and make the eight-pack set happen, right? Because there's eight colors of the Neon Ink. This is what we went through. Like, how hard would it be to pick just one ink out of this whole set? And it really is hard. So... I picked four. If it was, if there was a an option to buy all eight with one click, I would have just done that. But there wasn't, so now I had to choose. I could have chose all eight, but I'm I don't roll that way. So I picked four. <laughs> Do we want to play a guessing game, or it's really not worth it? Probably. Um. um yeah, just tell me. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna guess, yeah. especially if so it's bought, off. Yeah, it's half of them. So I bought Groovy, which is the violet. Yep. I bought Boogie, which is the, they call it neon purple, but it's the magenta kind of pink right. one. It's not the light pink, it's the dark pink one. I bought Neon Joy, which is the orange, the Joy ink. Then I bought Dude, which is the neon blue ink. Right. So I have the purple, magenta, orange, and blue. I think that's a good setup. So I skipped on pink, green, red, and yellow. Um, yeah, so I bought those inks, and then I also, um, well, you know, since I was there, <laughs> since I was there, since Mike, here. they have other ink brands that I've read about online, but I haven't tested myself. Like right. a bunch of people have tried brands called Tono and Limbs, Linen Toolbar, Eye Paper, and Color Traveler. Shigur carries all those, so I that ordered a, a, bo- a bottle or two of each. Selection of brand names: Tono and Limbs, Linen Toolbar, Eye Paper, and Color Traveler. Yeah, Eye Paper is a terrible name. I'm sorry uh, to the iPaper estate, but that's an awful name for a ink brand. <laughs> but whatever, yeah. do your thing. Tono and Tono and Limbs makes me think of Pim's Cup, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, okay. Linen Linen Toolbar is the most confusing, <laughs> but it might it might be the best name out of all of them. Like, there's something there if you think about it a lot. Like, put some put some depth into that. And I was like. Damn, that's a really good name. I and just, then color color traveler, you know. But like, I don't traveler. understand how, <laughs> like, it's translated, right? Like, it's translated to Lennon Toolbar. And Are you sure that's the brand name? I don't know that that's translated. Yeah, I guess Lennon Toolbar was founded in 2014 at Tama- Tamasui, Taiwan. I think Lennon Toolbar is for real the for real non translated name. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I I think I'm struggling to like 
get across what I'm trying to get across here. Mm-hmm. But like Lennon Torba, fine. But like it's written, <laughs> it's it's written in <sighs> the best way possible. I can't. Well, no, they have it written in English on the the bottles. This is very confusing to me because, like, it it must then be translated back into. <laughs> I think you're trying too too hard. It literally says on their manufactured bottles, linen toolbar. Right, 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 right. I'm just checking. I, 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 you know, so maybe these are in Mandarin. I don't know. But my point is, the the <laughs> above linen toolbar. Right. Are characters, right? Which I'm assuming... I'm, yes. I don't know. I'm assuming a Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So it's been translated back into something. And I'm just wondering if... But by linen toolbar. No, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm wondering is, like, in Taiwan, like, what does it We're translate s- to? Does it translate so literally to linen toolbar? That's that's my thing, right? Because like it's just it's such a weird name. He's I Mike on Twitter at I M Y K E. I want to know. I do want to know. Does it say Lennon Toolbar? Like exactly? Like is that the I translation or is it something else? You know what I mean? So go go pull up their real site site and get out your Google Translate and see if it. I, you're, it was probably going to say Lennon Toolbar because that's defeating the purpose of what you're trying to prove here. But um, like I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm just, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just can, like, like. Can we talk about eye paper? Like that's a way more egregiously terrible name. Yeah, no, but like I know how you got to that. It was just a bad decision based on the iPod, <laughs> right? Like that doesn't take. A, that's not difficult to to get your head around. Like maybe right. they were started in the early two thousands, and it like just seemed like the cool thing to do. But Lennon Toolbar is like. It's I don't even know where that came from. Best. Like, I can't get my head around that one. Yeah, I can't wait till I get these inks and we can talk about them more. I also can't find, like, what would be an official website. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I did look at that, too. Lennon yeah, good luck. Toolbar. Lennon Toolbar. And for those of you mm-hmm. playing at home and don't have... Don't have the show notes pulled up. It's linen, like John Lennon. Not we're that's not what like makes l- it even lemon. more like. Uh, yeah, it's not lemon or or like linen, like the fabric. It's linen, like John Lennon. John Lennon's toolbar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe out of all the things we've talked about, this is the thing you're stuck on. <laughs> oh yeah, it's also not like the dictator. <laughs> yeah. Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> that one too. <laughs> well, anyway, Lennon Toolbar is just quite a brand name, and I'm very intrigued by it. Yeah, really. I love everything about it. That's that's what I want in my Asian brands, right? This is my expectation. My expectation is Lennon Toolbar, not eye paper. <laughs> like some some kid, some kid with like Dreamweaver from 2000 can come up with the eye paper right yes i need the depth of thinking that linen toolbar comes out right. of. you see because that's like, what tono, i need in my products tono and limbs right right 
that, that that's like cool. I'm on board with this. That's that's traditional. Hey, yeah. let's make a cool hip name. Yeah, it's gonna be something in color inks, right? Like K L A A. Like I'm on like color traveler. All of these things. They're like I can see how you got there, <laughs> but Lennon Toolbar. I don't understand it. It doesn't. Like, it's not, like, just somebody's name or, like, words that sound, like, cool for the thing, like, descriptive, like, color traveler, right? Like, you make ink, color traveler, make... Even iPaper, it's like, I see how you got the... Lennon Toolbar, I don't know how that was achieved. Like, I don't know how... Like, what is a toolbar? Mm. You know? I don't know if I love you or hate you right now. I Why? Think it's both. Because this is an amazing conversation. This mm. is not at all what my makes expectation of where so? we would have gone here. This they, is like something I would do. Put, they camel case toolbar as one word. Yes, they do. That is... Right? Yes, but I took the name off of the rewriting of the sales page, but the bo- the bottle has camel case toolbar in toolbar, it. Toolbar, one word. Yes, that makes it actually technically worse. <laughs> and <laughs> more confusing. <laughs> that does not help their situation at all. Lennon Toolbar. Oh my god. This yeah, email Mike. Tweet at him. I don't want to hear I your wonder if dissertations. Now, I wonder if like it they have a brand name, but when you mm-hmm. say it, it's close enough in English that it sounds like Lennon Toolbar. God. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> right? I'm, Jacob's going to be emailing me like in no time after this drops. I want He's the have answers. All the answers. Jacob, want and, Jacob and CY yeah. uh, will have uh, all the answers Give for me us. the answers because this one mm-hmm. is just fascinating to me. <laughs> all right. Can I get to the last? <laughs> There's yeah, still one more thing. To. There's still one more thing. Okay. That we don't have to question all these names, but I wanted to point out that CW Pencil Enterprise is back to shipping. And I bought their Viking Collector's Box set last month, probably around when I bought that, had that Vaness order. So I guess I, like once a month, I'm having like a binge. Like last month, it was Vaness and CW Pencil. This month, it's been all these other things. And I bought this Viking uh, Collector's Box set. It's sold out on their site right now, but I'm going to review it soon because I think it's a pretty neat and well put together uh, set of pencils. And I just love Vikings branding so much. So um, I just wanted to point out that CW Pencils is now shipping. I think they're only shipping like a couple times a week whenever they can get in there. Yes, but they've coordinated with, with the post office that everything is, you know, they, they've done a great job. This is exactly what I want to see out of businesses. Like they've worked with their local, you know, post office and shipping platforms to make sure that they're not putting any unnecessary burden on people that they don't have to. And when that came to pass that's when they decided to open back up for shipping and i love that so definitely go support them that's nice yep all right this episode is also brought to you by our friends over at squarespace you can make your next move with squarespace because they will let you create the website that you want for your next project or idea they can give you the ability to register and assign a unique domain name to that site so it will have a wonderful brand attached they have beautiful award-winning wonderfully customizable templates for you to customize yourself and give your website the look and feel that you want it to have and they have all of the functionality that you may want to integrate if you want to put an online store on your 
website, Squarespace can give you those tools. If you want to make a blog, Squarespace will give you those tools. If you want portfolios, galleries, you want to integrate with other platforms, you want to create mailing lists, campaigns, email campaigns even, Squarespace can give you all of the tools that you need. They are truly the all-in-one platform to help you get your project online. There is nothing to install or patch or upgrade. They do all of that stuff so you don't have to. Maybe you have a friend, maybe you have a family member, maybe you're part of a community team or like a a social club that has a website and the person that runs the website has lots of questions for you and you don't want to have to answer those questions anymore. If you get them to switch to Squarespace, you can direct those questions to Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support team. This is a great resource for square like just in general like if you know someone who has a website but like they they're not very sure on how to run it squarespace can help them do it it's really really awesome you can uh, sign up for a trial today go to squarespace.com slash pen addict you can build your entire website there and see what squarespace has to offer then when you're ready to launch it to the world you just sign up for one of their plans but you can get 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain by using the offer code pen addict at checkout and you'll also be supporting the show once again that's squarespace.com slash pen addict and the code pen addict to get 10 percent off your first purchase our thanks to squarespace for their support of this show and all of relay fm Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Brad, can I take a brief interlude in today's episode? Because I mentioned the word support and it reminded me of something. Sure. So I don't need to tell everyone about the fact that lots of businesses are are struggling at the moment. Um, And Relay FM is a business. We are not struggling right now, but I see a time in maybe the not too distant future where belts will need to be tightened around here because we are an advertising supported business at the moment and primarily and uh, that that is a thing where there's a lot of uncertainty around marketing and advertising right now understandably as lots of businesses are going through various struggles if you would like to support relay fm we have a membership program where you can do that and you get tons of great content and we're working on some some new wonderful things for that including something that we just launched uh, this this week called backstage backstage is a new members podcast for relay fm where me and steven my co-founder we give you behind the scenes of relay fm and also uh, help you create your own podcast it's a monthly show where we're giving all of our tips and knowledge so you can go out and make the show that you've always wanted to make we're starting with the so on every episode we are breaking down just one specific thing so on the first episode we talk about uh, how to come up with the idea how to focus on the topic for the show that you want to make and what the right idea could be uh, if you want to get a taste of what this show will be like, we've, we've published it, the first episode, for free. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can do that. And if you want to get it, become a Relay FM member. And if you become a member to support Backstage, that money goes directly to helping us run the day-to-day of Relay FM. But you can choose to support any show, and the money will go to the host of the show. So if you want to support the Pen Addict podcast, you can. Uh, there's a link in the show notes for that as well. Uh, so if you enjoy our content, and you have uh, some dollars to spare, we would very much appreciate those dollars. Thank you for your time. I thought the first episode was excellent. Thank you. I can't wait for more. I might have to submit my own questions. There's so much 
conversation that can happen. Like every single question that you took like spawns off like five more questions. Oh, we and... have enough topic ideas and questions <laughs> to I'm not kidding, run this thing if we're doing it every month for like two years already. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so much you can go into depth with and, and we're gonna really gonna do that. So the one thing that I've realized really only in the past like in the past month that running a membership service so my the Panatic membership is we're into the fifth year now i think is that right it's been four over wow. four years over four years so i guess yeah so we're technically in the fifth year but um people love to support makers but the thing that they get i think that they enjoy the most is the inside baseball stuff mm-hmm. like when i talk about business in refill which is pretty infrequently but if i break down like a business decision that i've made i will get more feedback on that saying give me more of that as opposed to like some of the like the i think if you are invested in a thing it mm-hmm. is interesting to see like how the sausage is made like what goes on behind the scenes and that's why like that's one component of this show mm-hmm. is we're just mm-hmm. and that will differ depending on what's going on but I think like the, the so right. it's like a mix of those two things of like here's some behind the scenes, but here's also like our knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. If you you know, as they say on the show, combined me and Stephen have 19 years of podcasting experience. Mm-hmm. So by this point, we definitely know a thing or two mm-hmm. or three, and mm-hmm. maybe we we can share that for people that want to give us money. Right, and the thing about the the inside baseball stuff is not everyone's willing to share information with other people. And I am, I've said it a thousand times, and I'm an open book. Like, I will tell you everything except maybe, like, the dollar figure in my bank, right? Like, I've broken down, like, costs and expenses and all these things. Like, I'm just want to be helpful to other people either to, like, understand how businesses like this run or how to start their own business, how to set things up in the in the beginning and, like, what expectations are. So, like, it's super important to have that type of communication with your members, I think. Like, I those are the type of memberships that I support where I can, like, learn something as well as support someone that um, I want to support. So, yeah, I think it's a great thing. I love it. All right. Thank you. We added a topic in the intro before we went live today. Mike and I were talking, and Mike makes this random comment. We weren't even talking about this, and Mike goes, "God, all my pens are out of ink." Mm-hmm. And that one little statement um, set my mind to work. So we ended up putting a topic in here. I said, "Let's end this conversation now." I want to talk about this, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because. I've seen what your pen setup looks like. You, how many pens are in front of you right now? Ballpark. I don't know, like 35, 40? Mm-hmm. Fountain pens, essentially. I mean, yeah. and your retros and other things like that. But yeah. we're talking fountain pens Mostly in this fountain situation. Pens. Yeah. And you go, ooh, so many pens are out of ink. Were all of those, or were most of them inked up? Um, no, I would, so like all is hyperbolic. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, most they're all linked up, and okay. the the vast majority of the sailors are, are out of ink now. Okay, so when you choose a pen, and you say, "Oh, I want to use this pen today," and or for what I'm doing right now, and you start writing with, and you go, "Oh, it's out of ink." What do you do with that pen? 
I put it back. Okay, it just goes back in the yeah in the in the it's you have like a big dudek block right they're all just like standing there. It's like, not a dudek block, but uh, but yes, like someone that. something yeah. made it to yeah. yes. And then you'll go. Oh, I should choose another one. Like then, how do you choose like the next pen? You're like you just it's like all, oh, this it's is all a by feel. Color. Like what do I yeah. feel like I want to? What pen do I feel like I want to use right now? That's what mm-hmm. I grab for right. And then yeah. when one's empty, it's like oh, so what one am I feeling now? And then we've reached a point now. Where they're mostly empty. Yeah. How are you going to handle this situation? (laughs) As someone who historically, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, you're like not a big fountain pen maintenance guy, right? Like I'm saying this because we have listeners that will do that, that do the same thing. Like there's Mm -hmm. no right or wrong here. I'm just trying to, as someone who's like diligently a fountain pen maintenance guy, this type of situation is beyond my reasoning scope so i want to know how are you going to handle this are you going to take three pens clean them up and re-ink them are you going to take 20 pens and just jam in the ink that was in there before without cleaning them what's the next step this is what i wanted to ask you and how are you going to rectify oh i have so many pens that are out of ink how does mike fix that so what i will do is uh, I can get into like the thin end of the wedge of this mm-hmm. problem, mm-hmm. which is like, so I keep going through this, it gets to a certain point, and then I will be like, all right, today's the day, I gotta <laughs> fill my pens. So I will go and get every ink. It's an annual tradition. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it happens. <laughs> I'll go and get all my inks and I'll put them on the desk, I'll get okay. all my pens. I'll see what needs to be refilled, and then I'll refill. And if you know, I'll clean out pens where I'm changing the inks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be completely honest here. The orange ink is like, who knows what orange ink was in this pen? So I'll just <laughs> pick one because yeah. you know. Oh my god! It's it's you know it's much for much, right? Like it's just like, well, this one feels like it's gonna be fire on fire. This one feels like it's gonna be Iroshizuku Fuyugaki, and then I'll just. Fill it up again, right? It's like so good, so liquid. Uh, but by and I large, think... I have a lot of pen pairings. But the orange ones, it's kind of just like, let's just see. I'll pick one, and put it in there. I think half our listenership just fainted. You gotta like, let me live my life. You know? I am not. I am not telling this you to do it another way. This is not directed at you. I know. I. I'm a little bit flummoxed on the orange situation. <laughs> I have like five under- pens that orange ink goes into, and I have like four orange inks. So, well, like, according to me, with your theory, you have one orange ink. Is yes. what you just explained to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> you do not have any. four. Or- Yes, you have to be a honest, singular though, orange ink. <laughs> there, there is there are two pens where I know which oranges go in them. Okay. <laughs> the other two, it's <laughs> like a roll of the so dice. Sure. That's awesome. I, whatever I one. You. I love you right now. This is great. Uh, do you though? Okay. I do. I do. Um, because this is not out of the realm of possibility for you know people in this situation. I mean, it's, it's definitely on, on the far end of the scale, but, um, okay, let's not, (laughs) let's, let's move past the oranges. What if we're not using oranges? Are we cleaning? If we're going from purple to blue, we're cleaning, right? A hundred percent. If I, if like the ink color is changing, 
I will clean them. And or if I know I'm changing ink, then I will clean them. But like, if I don't Mm -hmm. know, then I just won't. Do you have any sort of tracking situation? And the answer has to be no, right? No. I think I would like that, though. Okay. We're going to talk about that in in the future. I know. I think it would. I think. So, like, you know, the way I am is the way I am. It's not the way I want to be. (laughs) Fair. That's totally fair. Like, I get that. What I am. I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to change your habits. The reason I don't do this stuff frequently is because I just feel like I don't have the time to handle the 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 maintenance well, you like have 35 pens inked up at once that would last <laughs> some people a year like you don't have time because you don't need the time if they're all inked yeah. at some point they'll and run also, out but like i said it's an annual tradition i also refuse to not have them all inked up okay right? that's a statement that's a statement yeah that's a that's an interesting statement there's a lot to take I, with that that's i, I want I, I them get all that. I want them all here. There's and a like, reason yeah. you own the pens. Yes, I want to use them all. Right. And like, you know, I will use them all. Every week, every pen will get used at least once. I believe that. Yeah. Right? And like sometimes if I'm doing like a long recording, so like if I'm recording like Cortex, right? Mm. I get like 15 pens and put them next to me and I just like cycle through it as I'm recording and I just do these little doodles and stuff and write little notes yeah. for myself but like not not like the notes I do here where they're for editing but like I might yes. write like a little quote down or like whatever but I'm just picking up and cycling through the pens as I'm going and just like doodling and coloring stuff in and like whatever so mm-hmm. like I you know I use them that way but every uh, every show that I record I use two pens Every time I write in my journal, I use two pens. It's like I use them all, right? That's why they're empty. There's no doubt in my mind that you get a lot of use out of the pens that you own. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind. It's just when it's time for, when they run out of ink, there's there's lots of questions to answer that I'm a little bit concerned about. I mean, I will will clean a pen if like... (laughs) It visibly seems like it needs it. Unless it has has orange ink in it. So, yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Unless it has RIG in it, yeah. I'm regretting writing this down maybe a little bit. I don't but know. But, like, you I know, I just feel this. like I know that the, the gold ink goes in those two pens. So, like, mm-hmm. I just put the gold ink back in those two pens. I will say this to you. I don't, I'm not saying it to def- totally defend you. You don't need any defense. You do not have a lot of different inks. I mean, you have plenty of inks. You do not have stupid numbers of inks like a lot of us do, right? Yeah, I maybe have total, like, 25 inks but okay. will only use I only ever use like 10 mm-hmm. right like I don't use all my ink right because I have right. a lot of colors like I don't really like that much sure. so you know like I bought one it's like yeah like I buy say like I buy like a green then mm-hmm. I buy like a better green I just gotcha. use the best green whenever I want to use green I don't use both greens mm, maybe you do no because I know I know what color <laughs> right so like at the moment, what I'm saying if is I'm you using, fill them up. Hey, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I do this? <sighs> you threw me for a loop on that one, on that orange talk. So, I, I, mm, we should probably should put a bow lied. in this. We should put a bow in this for this lied. could go on for a half an hour. Thanks for listening I'm, to this week's episode mm. of The Pen Addict. If you want to support the show, you can support us directly or support our sponsors, Squarespace and the Canalea Penco. Thank you so much to them for our support. 
uh, of this episode. If you want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com, not.co. You can find Brad at twitch.tv slash penaddict at 10 a.m. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Eastern Time, baby. You can go to Twitter is Dowdyism or penaddict on Instagram. I am iMike, I am YKE. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time. Please don't be mean. Bye-bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>